I grew up in Kentucky in love with wrestling. And no, not the type of wrestling you watch in the Olympics or in high schools. I loved real wrestling. And by real wrestling, I mean professional wrestling. Wrestling where the results are scripted, but everything else seems entirely possible. Well, you know me, Gene, we really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. And I'm just kind of a little worried about locking up here. It's all right. Because we just might blow the whole planet up, you know. Everybody knows that Hulkamania... That was Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage, arguably two of the most famous wrestlers during my childhood in the late 80s. I couldn't wait for the weekends to watch their over-the-top antics and feats of athleticism. Most wrestling fans know the results are scripted, but that doesn't matter. Wrestling fans love to be entertained with strong storytelling and competitive fighting. The results are secondary. The emotional connection between a fan and a wrestler has traditionally come between wrestlers playing one of two roles a good guy or babyface like Hulk Hogan, who you heard earlier, or a bad guy known in the business as a heel. The bigger the character, good or bad, is what gets you more fans, accolades, and championships. Wrestling aside, it takes a certain type of character to just entertain the idea of getting in a ring in an elaborate costume in front of hundreds of screaming people and all to pretend to fight. As someone who loved wrestling as a kid, I was interested in meeting these type of people who carry out such a passion. When I saw a poster for Newcastle Professional Wrestling, I knew I had to get involved somehow. My journey into Australian professional wrestling began among pokey machines, pub meals, and boards of dead lawn bowlers. Of course, I am talking about the mecca of Newcastle professional wrestling, the Charlestown Bowling Club. I went to my first show late in 2018. As I entered the club, I was a bit surprised to find dozens of people already forming a queue. That's when I met Jimmy. For someone who is interested in learning more about Australian professional wrestling, then you couldn't ask for a better guide than Jimmy. He is part of a core group of fans that attend almost every show. He runs a YouTube channel dedicated to wrestling and has even turned his passion into a job photographing wrestling shows. Jimmy couldn't resist a chance to interview a newbie and just listen to the enthusiasm in his voice. Hey man. Hi. Hi. What's your name? My name's Lawrence. Lawrence, have you been to a wrestling show before? No, first time. No? First wrestling I, well, show? Okay, I've been to a wrestling show in the States, yes. In the States? Yeah. So this is your first newbie pro show? Newbie pro show, first one. Oh my god, you're in for a treat, man. I'm in for a treat, what should I be looking oh, forward to? Everything, like the whole thing, it's amazing. Alright. Like every match. You might not be able to tell from the audio, but if you look up the YouTube channel, you can see Jimmy's face is beaming with excitement. He absolutely loves wrestling. And to be honest, the wrestling wasn't half bad. Considering I didn't know what to expect going into the match, I found the wrestling and the surrounding scene to be really quite fun and exciting. The performance featured roughly half a dozen competitors, and along with around 200 fans, they all seemed united in a deep love of wrestling. It may not be Shakespeare, but at its core, professional wrestling is theater. And at least on this night, it seemed the show provided enough compelling drama to keep the crowd coming back for more. I asked around and was told the next show would be held early in 2019, and I wanted to find a way to be a part of it. It might be a good time to go over the ground rules of wrestling. That bell you just heard indicates when the fight begins. 
Victory in wrestling can be declared in several ways. The most common and dramatic is when one wrestler pins both his opponent's shoulders down for three seconds. This is known as a one-fall match. Victory can also be gained when one wrestler submits. While there can be variations in rule changes, like having a steel cage match or a triple tag team match, requiring two pins instead of one, the general premise typically remains the same. Which is, of course, to beat the living hell out of your opponent in the most creative and entertaining way possible. Most wrestlers have a signature move or finishing move. Some examples of finishing moves in Nui Pro Wrestling are the Spine Buster, the Fisher Woman's Piledriver, the Red Thunderbomb, and the Butt Punch. There are other rules about tagging, being out of the ring too long, using foreign objects as weapons, yada yada yada. But what would wrestling be without a little bit of rule bending? A match is officially over when the referee declares it and the bell sounds. I am Adam Hoffman, the managing director of Newcastle Pro Wrestling. I drove out to Gateshead in the outer suburbs of Newcastle to meet with Adam Hoffman. Adam also runs the House of Free Fighting, one of the training schools that feeds wrestlers into the Nui Pro circuit. While we both loved wrestling as children, Adam took his passion to the next level. Uh, I was a huge fan growing up and one of my mates came to school one day with a phone number for a wrestling school in Sydney. So I gave him a call, found out the info and got a job, saved up. Since 2011, Newcastle Professional Wrestling has tripled its audience and become one of the highest attended wrestling circuits in Australia. Adam credits this to advances in technology and superb storytelling that doesn't rely on the traditional formula of heels and good guys. The way to describe it now is more like footy teams, okay, yeah. where you could be the biggest nice guy in the world and people are going to hate you. But I mean, like, if you're a Knights fan, you're going to hate Manly. But if you're a Manly fan, you love Manly. Where if I'm a Robbie Eagles fan, I love Robbie, but I may hate Jack Bonza. But there's a group out there that'll love Jack Bonza. Like, it's mm -hmm. kind of everyone has their preferences and their tastes and what they like. And just for the record, Jack Bonza and Robbie Eagles are two of the most famed wrestlers in the Newcastle professional wrestling circuit. After our conversation, I told Adam I would love the opportunity to go backstage. He said the next show would be in Gosford and he would be wrestling there with his team, the Four Nations. And then if I wanted to, I could even try my hand at commentating. Even though I had no idea what exactly a wrestling commentator did, I couldn't actually find a good reason to say no. And that is how I found myself in Gosford, backstage, watching dozens of wrestlers rehearse for their first show of the year. One thing that fascinates me about wrestling is where the real person ends and the character begins. Adam had told me during our interview that usually the most successful wrestling characters represent an aspect of the wrestler's true personality. I wanted to find out if this was true and I started speaking with the first wrestler I could find, which turned out to be the current Newcastle heavyweight champion. My wrestling name is my real name, it's Jackson Kelly, but I also go by the Beach Bum Booter. Well, well, you can put the, put the three words together. Um, I do live, do live near the beach, um, a quite uh, well-renowned, infamous beach, which is the northern beaches of Sydney. I kind of rub that into the audience by delivering the boot to my opponents. When I deliver the boot to my opponents, I remind the audience that they don't live where I live which is the northern beaches of Sydney. Sometimes wrestling schools, like the House of Free Fighting, will nudge a character a certain way to help a storyline, but for the most part, wrestlers decide themselves. And as Jackson Kelly would point out to me, 
It doesn't really matter if you're a good guy or a heel. It's all about making the fans happy. I didn't really have any intentions of being the bad guy. Um, I sort of just put out what I put out. The goal isn't to be a good guy or a bad guy. The goal is to elicit a passionate response out of the audience. And if you can get that in any way, shape or form, you can get it, then you're on your way. Like a lot of wrestlers, Jackson Kelly has his sights set on a bigger market be it in Japan, the US, Mexico, or even Malaysia. And while Nui Pro Wrestling may be small by global standards, it still takes a lot of people to put a show on. A successful show involves dozens of staff and volunteers, which are often trainee wrestlers, merchandise salespeople, security guards, referees, commentators, and even stylists. And while it may be rehearsed, it is important to remember that this is still a dangerous sport and quite easily someone could get hurt be it a wrestler or a fan. I met Rachel organizing the venue. So we need to make sure we have enough um, space from the ring to the guardrails um, because you never know where the wrestlers are going to throw each other. While it was nice talking to wrestlers and getting a feel for how the whole stage was set up, I actually had some commentating to do and I was quite nervous. Although I was a self-professed wrestling fan as a kid, I had long since given up the days of actually watching the sport. And apart from a suplex, a pile driver, and a shotgun kick, I really didn't know very much about the different maneuvers. Along with the storylines and the fast-paced action, I felt completely out of my depth. Despite my best efforts, I found it hard to get a word in edgewise. My co-hosts, which were all wrestlers, seemed to have such a working knowledge of the events and so much enthusiasm that I found it hard to keep up. But I just couldn't quite get there. I felt like my enthusiasm was a little bit fake and I was nervous about making a fool of myself in front of all these hardcore wrestling fans. During the intermission though, I ran into Jimmy. Just like before, he was very excited. I feel pumped, you know? You let out the energy. If you've got any energy in it, let it out in that microphone. Make sure they know whether you're happy, you're sad. If you're sad, you get really low. If you're really happy, oh my god, I just hit that move. Yeah, you gotta let out that energy. It'll take a while to find it, but you'll find it eventually. Go for it. Just, just go for it. Patient. Don't worry, you, no one's gonna be the best commentator, yeah? During the intermission, I really wanted to speak with some of the other hardcore wrestling fans. And this is one aspect of newly pro wrestling that I genuinely love, and that is, it is really a community. It's easy to approach people, and it seems fans cut across all ages and all genders. And some of the hardcore fans go to damn near every show. I don't know, it's just something that um, I was brought up with. Um, my father took me to my first one when I was five, many years ago. And then I started up with my son and he's loving it. And it's just something that family loves and keeps me together with my son, I suppose. So, I absolutely love it. Can't get any better entertainment once a month. And everyone's really friendly. It's a great community. Yeah, yeah. What about the community do you like? Um, everyone's really approachable. We can have a chat with the wrestlers afterwards and, you know, we don't feel like they're taking up their time. They genuinely try to make a connection with people and, yeah, it's really entertaining. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it should have more of it, I think. Yeah, why do you like it? Oh, it's something that's entertaining. It's something good to watch. Yeah. 
The rest of the night went by in a blur of body slams, suplexes, and three six-one roundhouse kicks. After the match, as the wrestlers stood around selling merchandise and talking with fans, I caught up with Shazza McKenzie, a staple of the newy pro wrestling scene. I mean, that was a, that was a good fun show. Like I didn't get to watch most of it because I was getting ready and being a girl and putting on makeup and hair and all that fun stuff that <laughs> comes with being a female in wrestling and not a guy where they just get to put on some togs and some boots. I had fun doing what I did. And I also talked to Tough Stuff Ricky South. It was definitely the most helpful wrestler I came across. The sh quality of shows that we've been putting on have risen like the average or the standard so high that this show tonight, it hit it. But we can always keep raising and keep going higher and higher. So it's what we want. Ricky South also had a question for me. How did you enjoy your first night of commentating? A little bit stressful at first when it starts going and you yeah. have, you know, 48 minutes of concentration and you're not yes. used to doing it. I, I, I'm very hesitant to, like, jump in sometimes because I feel like it's fake excitement or something. I mean, w w with time, like, you just get more comfortable with it. Adam Hoffman was happy with the first show of the year. It was really good. Good way to start the year. Good crowd, good show. No one got hurt, everyone had fun. Crowd seemed to like it. What more can you ask for? Adam's opponent that night was a character named The Puppeteer who was making his debut for the Newcastle Professional Wrestling. I intentionally sought him out and wanted to talk to him after the show because I wanted to see what it felt like. What it felt like to get in front of all those people, do all these crazy things, dress ridiculous, jump off top ropes, and potentially even hurt yourself. And what I saw in The Puppeteer and all the other wrestlers I met was a type of joy. A joy reserved for only those who are able or willing to do the crazy things. I've seen this joy on fishermen in Alaska who are preparing themselves to go out to sea for days on end without ever seeing their family. And instead of being nervous or sad, those fishermen had the biggest smiles on their faces you could possibly imagine. And it was the same for the wrestlers. There's just something so fun and so joyful about doing something that everybody else thinks is crazy. I, I, I knew I was going to be happy, but I'm like so, so happy right now, man. Yeah. Super happy. I'm glad this moment happened.